Welcome to Mall Talk. I'm Emily Fay. I'm Paige Weldon. Let's talk about the mall and how Wetzel's Pretzels is gaslighting two young women over social media. <laughs> and how us saying that might cause them to rescind their offer. <laughs> they weren't going to give us fanny packs anyways. I don't want what they even have to give. It's true. I've, it, I, I don't know how in-depth we've talked about it on the, on the main episodes, but after our Wetzel's Pretzels episode... We were in touch with Wetzel's Pretzels over Twitter, and they did say that, quote, when their app was back online in August, they would be in touch about some free pretzels. Um, As of the record, we're looking at August 3rd. It's August. It's August as hell. It's August. And And so... (laughs) No... No codes to be found. No codes. In uh, our DMs. No DMs. So I did go ahead and reply to the the tweet thread and said, hey, Wetzel's just looping back on this. Um, And they did send somewhat of a, um, I would say a bitchy reply. I feel (laughs) it was, I think it was kind of, would you say? I think the emoji was a little, yeah. I think the emoji was a little bitchy. Mm -hmm. It It says it was the hands. Not back up yet, referring to their app, I guess. And Wait, then, are the hands because they think that those hands look like the W? Oh, my God. Yeah, Wet's side. Remember? Oh, That's yeah. their thing online. How could I forget? They said, don't worry, we'll let you know. And it's like, your <laughs> app appears to be up. I have, it, I have it downloaded. I've had it downloaded for years. It's you, been up the whole time. Paige, at what point is this harassment? At I what point mean, are we harassing the pretzel? Well, you made a point earlier, which I thought was good, which is that as long as they do get in touch within August. They have August. And I told you, I said, wake me up when September starts because <laughs> that's when... <laughs> I know it's cleaner if I say wake me up when August ends, but I like the misdirect of when September I- starts. Sure. Classic misdirect. (laughs) I'll reply to them later. I'll say, I'll just, out of, I'll send them. Classic misdirect. That's like an old joke from the thirties that they would use in vaudeville. Who's on September? I don't know. And so we'll update you as August progresses. Um, Yeah. Whether they give us some free shit, (laughs) you know, Aries never going to do it. Yeah. But Wetzel's told us they would. They specifically did. They said initially they not tell us they. They would. said they would, and tell, they just they wanted to, to give it to Yasser because he has actual clout. Sure. Yes. Did we then demand they also give us? We pretzels? have. You know also, what I think yes. we should do is we should launch a campaign for the month of August to get you and I over 10k <laughs> followers so that we can be of interest to Wetzel's. But that's about it in the world of malls. Yeah, we'll keep you updated. We'll let you know. Nothing else going on with the malls this week. Not much, but um, we do have an amazing guest today. We're so <laughs> excited to have him. Uh, it's Nick Weiger from Doughboys. Hi, Nick. Hi. How's Thanks. it going? I'm uh, very excited to, to, to be here and to hear this Wetzel's talk up top, yeah. which seems tailored to me and my interests. Uh, not just a, a chain restaurant podcast haver, but a Wetzel's pretzel specifically enthusiast. Oh, I love a Wetzel. I love a Wetzel are, dog. Love a Wetzel pretzel. You're yeah. in the right place. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, if you if you came in talking about Auntie Anne's, we'd have an issue. So, so <laughs> it's good to we'd hear. We'd have to say, you know what? Cancel the pot. Just unplug everything. Just forget about it. 
<laughs> I was ha- I had I was in a situation where the one bite of food I could have on a, a layover back when people could fly was an Auntie Anne's pretzel. Mm. And it was so like like, all right, fine, let's see what you got, Auntie Anne's. And I had it and was sort of grudgingly like, This is pretty good, actually. Okay. All right. Well, at the end of the day, it is salt and dough. So I don't know. (laughs) Also, at the end of the day, I've never actually had one. I actually can't really recall. I am judging it fully based on that I don't like their logo. (laughs) And Wetzel's has much more fun marketing. Auntie Anne's logo is pretty half-assed. And I don't know who anything about like Auntie Anne as a character. Whereas Mm -hmm. Wetzel feels like he has just the name Wetzel is so perfect. Rick Wetzel. Rick Wetzel, yeah. Yeah. So he's an actual guy. <laughs> a real guy, yeah. And it's not always we the love case. Rick. And Taylor, not a real person. Rick Wetzel, a real person. So And that's what makes Wetzel's pretzels better than Ann Taylor. Yes. People are asking us all the time, who's better? Ann Taylor or Wetzel's pretzels? And we go. We actually have an answer to that. Mm-hmm. Wetzel's They're- really needs a Wetzel's loft where you can buy like <laughs> the seasonal uh, pretzels, stuff that went unsold for a they discount. Should. <laughs> they should. I did read once about um, there's sort of a, a new uh, a new CEO relatively and she's really into doing like, you know, kind of like the hip donut trend, like putting mm. weird shit on pretzels. Mm. And I feel like that would be the loft. It would be that... <laughs> that menu i think (laughs) um well nick are you in general a fan of malls well i spent a lot of my youth at malls specifically indoor malls in sunny southern california which Mm -hmm. i believe and you are the experts is where sort of mall culture began um, and, and so it, it, I, it's, it's weird in hindsight that growing up in a place, cause I'm a lifelong Southern Californian growing up in a place with such lovely weather that so much of my, me being a kid was going to an indoor mall that was completely enclosed and air conditioned. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've spent a lot of time in malls and I still do like going to the malls. I, I, I you know, I, I like to walk around a space with a lot of stores. Mm-hmm. I'd rather do my shopping in person. I know a lot of people are online shopping crazy, but I like to go to a store and like look at the stuff that I'm going to buy and like Us try on too. clothes. I like all that stuff. I like yeah. making a day out of it. So I mean, yes, yes, I like malls. Once again, everything you just said is everything we say all the time. Too. And <laughs> once again, we have an all SoCal native episode yeah. Oh, yeah. which is bitchin so, so <laughs> we love I've, it I, I love it too so w- wait so I, I, we all have uh, I, I imagine you two have discussed the local mall of your youth but mm-hmm. I'm curious what they what they are um, because it's possible I know it and have spent some time there myself Ooh, well Emily go ahead you definitely know mine from your email mine is the third street promenade wow that is my childhood mall that's yeah. wild yeah, yeah, Third Street Promenade and the the Santa Monica place. Yeah, and that my, was it. R.I.P. Santa Monica place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine by coincidence is the um, Temecula Promenade, also a promenade. <laughs> okay, Not less sure familiar with Temecula Promenade. No, found yourself in the Inland Empire. <laughs> um, <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> but you but you are familiar with the third street promenade is that where you would normally go or was that just a you, you mentioned that was where your first date was with your wife yes so i mean as a it, i nowadays but i really don't like going to the third street promenade and um because it's so 
touristy. Like I mm-hmm. like that. It's just not the vibe I want from a mall. It feels like it's going to you're going to the Walk of Fame or going to Times Square, and like totally. I like something that's a little less, uh, you know, a, a people try a, like a, a bunch of people busking. Um, it, it feels like they're they're. It, it's just like a little too. It's it's just a little too cacophonous, and I can't really settle down there. And it's so, chaotic. It's chaotic, yeah. And then, uh, um, but I but I do like that there are a lot of dogs there. That is fun because it's outdoor. <laughs> True. Uh, but I'd rather, yeah. I'd, I honestly like the the classic indoor mall. There's a mall that's being bulldozed and turned into Google headquarters um, on the west side of LA. Uh, that the west is side pavilion. the west side pavilion. Yes. The that west was side another pavilion. childhood mall of mine. Yeah. So that what I would say would be my go-to mall for just sh- general shopping needs. Um, but I'd pop down to the promenade for some, you know, like it's the, the it was the closest Apple store to where I was living for a time, that, those sorts of things. Yeah. Do you ever go to like the Grove or anywhere like that? Century City. Yeah, I, I've spent some time in Century City. Century City's a, like a, a little too upscale, and it's got all specifically all these high end chain restaurants that are like places where it's like, why would I spend if I'm going to spend so much money going to a restaurant? Why would I go to a chain? And I say that as someone who who has a chain restaurant podcast. But some of these <laughs> some of these places, like if it's like a super high end, like a Fleming Steakhouse or whatever, I'm just like, why am I going to spend like eighty dollars for a steak at a yeah, chain? Yeah. You know, uh, but um. But they have some, you know, they have some, that that place is all right. Uh, the uh, the Grove's all right. I mean, I like the, I like the, um, I, I, I like that they've got a Cheesecake Factory there, which is big. And they do have a Cheesecake Factory at the Third Street Promenade now, which is another reason to go <gasps> back there. Where is it? It's at the far, it's at the, where the, the Santa Monica Place Indoor Mall used to be. Um, oh yes! It's, there's it's now part a cheesecake. Of the new one. I yeah, it's part of the new one. About that. Yeah, wow. it's on the top level, and that was a late addition to that whole uh, landscape there because their their food court was really flailing for a time. Um, but then they added that that cheesecake factory, and then you know again just like swarmed with tourists. Yeah, they had that weird because they had the normal food court, and then on the opposite side of the upstairs, they had that weird like artisanal food court. Yeah, they were trying never to do took off. Right. They were trying to do like a wine bar and a microbrewery and those sorts of things and 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 people just didn't know who the people just didn't know these restaurants and so they weren't going there, you know. And and the 3rd Street Promenade is not going to be a destination for foodies. Um there's a really <laughs> There's a really great restaurant, actually, like a, like a fantastic restaurant. Speaking of my wife, a place we went for our anniversary in the Beverly Center, which is bizarre, called the Angler. Um, but oh. it's just like this. It's like this amazing high end seafood restaurant that has no business being there. It's just like because everything I associate with the Beverly Center is like you know California Pizza Kitchen. Um, just again, just mainstream chain restaurants, but there's just like in one of those, uh, what used to be the PF Chang's there, this <gasps> high end restaurant went in. And, I was and gonna it's, say, wow. yeah. oh, I man. bet that the Beverly Center lobbied so hard to get that restaurant <laughs> with the remodel because now they're like they're just they want to just be like too fancy for everything, right? So I bet they, I bet they put so much work into getting a nice upscale restaurant. I just hope they kept the Pegasus statues out of respect. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> 
that was a P.F. Chang's for so many years. Put like googly eyes on them so they look like fish. Yeah, it's one of those things where like you know a, a, an archaeologist or a cultural anthropologist in like a thousand years would like find the remains of the Beverly Center and be like, this was a house of worship. See these pegasi, these pegasi that were here. Clearly, a very important space. Yeah, yeah. It's what? it's so like hard to get into. It was clearly some sort of protective <laughs> fortress right. for their most powerful and valuable people. <laughs> um, do you do you by any chance uh, have any feelings on Italy? Speaking of Westfield Century City, uh, Italy's all right. It's very expensive. I yeah. had I've had a couple of instances where someone has had to try to do like a social gathering there, and it's not conducive to that because no. Italy is like it's. You know, there's a bunch of different places, and what's nice is that everyone can get their food their food from wherever they want to go. But it's just like not it. It still has a very food courty feel. I feel for dining in there. There is a the the seafood restaurant in Italy, uh, at least in the one the Century City Shopping Center. I thought was was really good, but it is just a weird shopping experience. And it's also like I don't I I feel like I know something about food, but not enough to know like if I'm being ripped off buying yeah. like an eighteen dollar bottle of olive oil. Like I don't know <laughs> if there's any good, you know. Totally. <laughs> yeah, we're just like, ooh, they say it's from Italy. Yeah, it must be good. Yeah, I think, right. I think Italy is honestly just maybe the most amount of class I'm comfortable with, and so I think <laughs> that that's why I like it. I'm like, I don't sell me a bill of goods. I don't care. I'm I'm happy with my lasagna. It's. <laughs> perfectly fine <laughs> i mean and i i think it's the perfect level of class like the fact that you were able to like you know it was either christmas or my birthday that you were able to buy me a t-shirt i there did buy you a t-shirt one there. time <laughs> and it's like we're only so classy right if you can buy a fun pink t-shirt it's at very the true <laughs> um and what's what one thing i do like about italy is the it, it feels like you can get like an extra treat like whatever yeah. you're gonna have, like yes. I'm gonna have some pizza, and there's like, and like on the way out, you're like, oh, I'll get a cannoli and an espresso. Why not? You know. And I'm yes. sure it's, I know it's designed that way, but it feels like you're like you're you're doing a little something for yourself. You know, you're being a little naughty. I fucking love it's to make my own of, cannoli. It's, I yeah. love them, the, but it's always too much. I'm like, give me give me a mini cannoli. <laughs> it's too yeah. big of a cannoli, but it's like an experience in a way so i like i like that it's at the mall like i don't know that i'd ever go there if it wasn't at a mall 100 <laughs> yeah, percent. i fact fully that agree at with you the mall is exciting to me yes yes absolutely yeah it feels like, like a food mall within the main mall yeah it's just yeah, like sure i'll go to the food mall a for a great bit. food court also right so mm-hmm. you really just have your choice it's true we uh, do love that century city mall but it's not like our go-to because also Cause it is really fancy yeah i'm not really shopping there i'm going there yeah. to kind of gawk and just be <laughs> amazed at <laughs> look at well, the greenery <laughs> they remodeled the shit out of that mall because mm-hmm. it used to be i mean it's always been a fancy shopping center but you know i'm at the i recently reached a threshold i'm old as shit and i realized that i re- reached a threshold where i've lived in la longer than i lived in my childhood home of lakewood california where i lived my entire youth um, and so, and like, what, like that place is really transformed in the same way that the Santa Monica, the third street promenade, you know, like it had that indoor mall, the Santa Monica place that Emily mm-hmm. mentioned, uh, that's completely turned into an open air grove ripoff. And it's really, it's, it's, it's interesting though, the, the, the thing I liked about the Century City, or the thing I like about the Century City Shopping Center is they've got that big AMC that has an IMAX yeah. in it, which I think is a pretty good movie theater. Like as mall movie theaters go. movie theater. Yeah. Yeah. And it it has that mural. Yes, 
I love I love to see fine art <laughs> before I see a movie. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's that's Marilyn Monroe. Sort of to get you used to the idea of movies before Holding you head hands in. Hands with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah. And that's the only kind of art I like. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, actually. I'm just realizing that. I want a museum that's just that. <laughs> yeah, just like a really fancy version of the poster from Spencer's. It's like a very upscale <laughs> interpretation of that. <laughs> Anytime they, they just merge together pop culture icons that have no connection, I'm just like, sure, yeah. the Terminator next to Ron Burgundy. Why not? I'm on board. <laughs> It's my Show me favorite. More that. I love that um, Entertainment Weekly, this was just going around Twitter, and then I went to my mom's house, and she gets Entertainment Weekly, so I got to see it <laughs> in the flesh. They did that, but it was like for their Pride issue, but it was like, Rock Hudson holding hands with Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> Perfect. Like, Cynthia Nixon with her arms around the waist of like... Ellen Page or something. It was like <laughs> literally one of those murals and everyone was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I think my mom also subscribes to Entertainment Weekly. I think they just don't know how to turn it off. I, I used think. to collect Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Isn't that fucked up? It's weekly. <laughs> that's, that's so many magazines. <laughs> yeah, that's, um. yeah, you're a hoarder is what you're telling us. <laughs> Uh huh. Absolutely. Were you just stashing them? What were you doing with them? Oh yeah, they were just in my closet. Wow. (laughs) I was just like, these. I'm gonna need to look at these someday. These are my encyclopedias, (laughs) just in case I need to reference them. Someday I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna read through these. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But Nick, your so your mall growing up was the Lakewood Center. That's right. Okay, and and were you going there a lot as as a kid, as a teen? Yeah, it's, you know, I'm reali- it's one of those things where I realized later that me and my friends who lived in the suburbs were, were I mean, we knew we were within walking distance to the mall, but it was just like, we, you didn't want to walk to the mall, you were always trying to get a ride. So I remember <laughs> a lot, getting a, getting a ride for this basically, you know, what would have been a, a 15, 20 minute walk, <laughs> a completely reasonable amount of, of uh, for anyone to walk, especially I mean, a no kid. no one's lazier than teenagers. 100%. Literally no one in the world, and they have, their bodies are in the best shape of their lives <laughs> they, also and like, <laughs> they also love to get a ride but it's true that's the main yeah. thing. <laughs> no getting a ride is really cool and and we were and you know that, that's what everyone was angling for uh but yeah we spent a lot of time in there and just just walking around going to the food court we talked about wetzel's earlier but i think really orange julius was the spot for us as kids um, there was a Sbarro that was forbidden fruit. I was intrigued by Sbarro forever, but my parents, for whatever reason, I ate so much garbage as a kid, but they drew the line at Sbarro. They were like, you can't have Sbarro. Right. There's it, always one just like for some reason. And you're like, what did you read about this place? Like that they're using like, human meat and then meatballs or something? Why is this the one? I'm not sure I had any of those barriers. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure there's one I'm not thinking of, but... I think one of my was like Burger King. Oh, but, but that's, like, that's correct. But, but I, I was allowed to eat like McDonald's and stuff. Yeah, it's so weird. Like I'd literally be looking at a Sparrow sitting at an Orange Julius eating <laughs> an or- an old Orange Julius hot dog that had pepperonis <laughs> on top of it and being like, why can I eat this but not that? But that was that was my how my diet was regulated. And um and I think as far as food court food goes, that was my main go-to as a kid. I mean, like a like a lot of Orange Julius. Always got an Orange Julius, at least the drink when I went there. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, oh, the, you know what? Also, what also was a big mo- big mall one, not at the Lakewood Mall, but at the Cerritos Mall, which was also a place we frequented. I would say my my main malls were Lakewood, Cerritos, and then Westminster Mall in that order. But but Lakewood by Lakewood the most. Um, uh, there was a Red Robin at the Cerritos Mall that I just I specifically associate Red Robin in my head with being adjacent, like a, a mall, like adjunct. You know Definitely. now, and like just how is how I always think of how a Red Robin should be, uh, and um, and that what to me for was, was such a treat. I love going to that mall, Red Robin. I, I'm I'm a big Red Robin head. I was devastated when the Galleria got rid of theirs. Yeah, it's it a bummer. So sad. I I've I used never to write in there. a Red Robin. Oh, oh wow, treat yourself. And <laughs> have famously never had an Orange Julius. I also wow. have not had one. It's um it, it I mean I don't I'd be interested in what I think of an orange Julius now. I was thinking of it recently because I was discussing orange bang on an episode of Doughboys, uh, which is a similar foamy orange drink uh, yeah. from Latin America. But I, I like I love the I, I don't know, I love that just like I love how foamy it is. It's <laughs> I think and I think the foam Have you had one as an adult? No, that's the thing. Oh wait. Okay. No, I no, yes, maybe I think I have. Wait, I'm trying to remember exactly what I got because this ties into another story I told you about. So at the Santa Monica Place Mall, uh, this is me as an adult. Uh, me and my me and my wife, who were dating at the time, were waiting in line behind at an ATM behind this guy who looked familiar, and we couldn't tell who he was. We we're like, all right, uh, and then we he finished the ATM. Uh, went upstairs, we finished the ATM, went upstairs to our destination, which was the Orange Julius, where he was also going. And that man was Don Cheadle. We we had the exact same path from ATM to Orange Julius. Uh, We both had the same idea at the same time, but it was it's a combination. I think Orange Julius Dairy Queen, and I may have gotten Dairy Queen on that trip. So okay, yeah, yeah. that's what they have at the Burbank Town Center, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while since I've had a proper Orange Julius, and neither of you have ever had one. No. No, I don't think I like it. I don't like orange. And, oh yeah! I if you don't might. like orange, you'd hate it. Yeah, <laughs> I think I might. I don't know. I it's basically like a like a creamsicle, right? But a drink. Yeah, that's a good way to think of it. Which I'm into a creamsicle or a dreamsicle, as some people call it. But right, I don't know. I I feel like I always heard that there was like egg in it or something, and it creeped me out. So I've seen eggs be cracked into them, and I don't yeah. know if that's what? a thing. Yeah, I don't know if that's a thing that it's in all of them or if it's just by request. I never knew if what <laughs> I was drinking had an egg in it, but I think the the foam comes from egg white. Yeah, are I think that's the idea. Are risking salmonella for orange Julius? <laughs> Some are at least. <laughs> wow. I'd be surprised if they still have that as an option. But I, I remember uh, it it was a thing that you either you could get or was in every orange Julius, and I just didn't know it. When they're open again, I'm going to go and I'm going to ask for an egg. <laughs> no. One orange Julius, extra raw egg. Do three raw eggs. I'm bulking right now. I so. want to be big and strong. Give me three delicious raw, raw eggs. How I love imagining Don Cheadle getting an orange Julius. Yes. Yeah. It's a wonderful image. It was, it was great, too. And then the other layer of the the interaction was that we never we didn't speak to him. Uh, but a third party recognized him, but just recognized him as a guy they knew from the movies. <laughs> so it was a whole thing of like, I know you from something. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm an, you know, I'm an actor. He's like, what did I see you in? You know, I had to watch that whole thing. Might have been Hotel Rwanda at the time or something like that. Whatever his oh, current man. credit was. Yeah. Wow. Was I, just, I mean, it must feel great to not be that person, though. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you're just like, I'm cooler than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I would have the confidence to go up to him, even if I definitely knew who he was. 100%. <laughs> to be this like, person. What do you say? You just go, hey, you're Don Cheadle. <laughs> <laughs> I have and no you're idea. drinking an Orange Julius. I'm sorry. Yeah. I also I have, have an Orange Julius. Something. This is crazy. Oh, my God. Um, so cool meeting you here. I was also at the ATM. I wasn't watching you at the ATM. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I didn't it. get your PIN number. Okay. I only got the first two numbers. I bet there's a lot of money in there. I, I just, wish I'd gotten the second two number. I noticed it started like 03. That's clearly a date. That's really easy to figure out. You should change that, Don Cheadle. Um, well, we can figure that out. Was, was this on your um so you said you had your first date at yes. this promenade was this the first date different occasion okay. this was this uh this was multiple maybe, dates to the maybe, first yeah promenade. maybe years apart yeah it was it was this was the point where we were actually like dating dating we weren't just going on dates we were boy we were bfgf um <laughs> you, so we were steady for sure we were going steady yeah uh-huh. uh we were hot and heavy. And and so, but my our first date, we went, I took her to the Third Street Promenade because I didn't know what I was doing, but I was just like, oh, this is a place. And I took, uh, oh, I went, I took her there because I thought that's where a, uh, there there was a movie we were going to see, and I don't remember what movie we were going to see, Um, but I took her to the wrong movie theater. Like, it was like, I took her to, I think the movie was playing at the Vista, and I took her to, like, whatever the independent theater was. It was called at Third Street Promenade. It is a similar V name. And so oh. I took I took her there by mistake and was like, ah, shit, we're at the wrong theater. And then it was late enough where we would have missed we would have missed that screening if we tried to get over there. So we're like, oh, well, let's just see something here. Um, and we ended up seeing this Neil LeBute film, Possession, with Gwyneth Paltrow. Have you, either of you heard of it? No. I have not. It's mm-hmm. it's dog shit. It's truly awful. <laughs> um, I'm not a big Neil LeBute fan uh, as, as of him as uh, as as a director. Um, but like I've seen uh, some of his films that are better, and this one is really it's it's real it's execrable. And so we watched it, but it actually kind of worked out because we bonded over how much we both hated this shitty movie. Yeah. So it, it ended up being like a happy accident. And then afterwards, I took her for lunch to Yankee Doodles. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was the move. I did everything wrong. I took her to the wrong movie, then I took her to Yankee Doodles, and then I got that great date food spaghetti for myself. I mean, actually, spaghetti oh, no, is a spaghetti cl- at Yankee Doodles. Yeah. <laughs> spaghetti is a classic date food. Lady and the Tramp. Come on, I, I guess like so. <laughs> I would not have been bold enough to pull that move, but it ended up working out in the end. You're just like, here, you take this end. Yeah, no, take it. <laughs> You've no, seen that movie. I'm gonna, I'm, a, I'm gonna do something. Just take that end. <laughs> Put it in your mouth. <laughs> I definitely think seeing a, a bad movie together, you have way more to talk about. Right. Yeah. Talking shit is the strongest bond there is <laughs> on yeah. this earth. It's way <laughs> Every easier. friend I've ever made. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, we're not going to have fun just talking about the nuances of a film we both loved. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's it's true. Not, or even worse, a film that's like, oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. That was fine. <laughs> I guess as long as you agree, that's that's the key. <laughs> Yeah, that's the main thing. Um, and uh, hey, it worked out. But yeah, that was a that was a weird. I you know I don't know I don't it, it's I spent so much time at malls and other you know other dates I've done in my life. Uh, you know when as a teenager I would be like, hey, let's go to the mall. Like that was just like a natural thing to do. So I think that was still in my head in my early twenties out of college. Is like, oh, this is like a this is the the date place. We'll go to this fucking shopping center. 
I think it's I a mean, great date place. It does right? make sense because with a date, it's like you're talking, trying to get in, to know each other. And it's like to just be walking around somewhere with then some stuff to interact with. Right. Is kind of ideal, especially though if you're a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what else are you going to do? <laughs> when you went to the mall as a teenager, aside from like the food court, like, what did you do? Like, what stores did you like go into and just touch stuff? So <laughs> <laughs> that's how we approach them all. Yeah. You go in, then you touch stuff, then you leave. You pick you it up, you touch put it stuff. down. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I mean, I was a big like, uh, you know, I, I liked metal and I liked grunge. Uh, that's, uh, you know, that that would that would, it hit me in the teen years. And so we would go the Sam Goody was a big thing. Just going to Sam Goody and just like looking at records, looking at CDs and thinking about what you wanted to buy. Those old, I don't know if you guys remember that the long CD box that they used to come in. Oh yeah, uh-huh. just come this gigantic rectangular thing, and so, so yeah, I'm, unwieldy, so unwieldy, <laughs> just, so like, wasteful, shaking it around in there, completely <laughs> unnecessary. Um, and then uh, and but so that was a big thing as a teen, but but also like I loved and continue to love video games. And so for me, it was always there was a store called Captron World of Nintendo that I thought was a chain, but ended up like later found out that was just I have no idea what was called Captron, uh, but it was a Nintendo focused video game store, just had Nintendo stuff within the Lakewood Center Mall. And that was right next to a an electronics boutique, which later became an EB Games, uh, which got bought by GameStop. I'm sure you know all this. Uh, And so the. Uh, and, and so those were right next to each other and spent a lot of time just looking at video games in there. Um, and that was a big thing for me. Did they have ones you could like play to like test it? Yeah, I mean, the the Captron had, you know, Nintendo hardware. And then the EB Games was a pretty small store. Actually, I don't think they had a lot of kiosks. Uh, they had kiosks there, but you could just like look at stuff. And then also there was a big arcade, um, Bally's Aladdin's Castle uh, at... Ooh. Uh, what yeah, a name. Very great name. The <laughs> Bally's brand and then Aladdin's Castle, uh, very evocative. And so, and I like spent a lot of time in that arcade too. Like That's a, great. Like that sounds like a casino. Yeah, it was great. Like Bally's ba- Aladdin Castle. Like Bally Total Fitness? <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it's the same Bally's, but there's a, there's there is two a Bally's. Bally's? Total, well, there's Bally's Total Fitness, but there's also the Bally's Amusements chain, which has oh, like casinos and has no. hotels. I think there was a Bally's Hotel in oh, Vegas at some point. Okay. And, there's okay. Def- and I think there's a Bally's Casino in New Orleans. Um, man, I don't know if it's the same operator or not. It's all connected, man. That's the thing. It is. <laughs> not to get trippy, <laughs> but. Yeah, we're, we're getting to the bottom dude, of they're it. They're all owned by the same companies, man. <laughs> That's what people don't realize. <laughs> Is that mall still like as is or is it um, kind of like dying? Um, it's got, you know, it's, it's like a lot of malls that's changed as the demographics has, have changed. Uh, it's gotten a, uh, it, it's, it's a little bit of a, like they, they've, uh, uh, there's new city target there, which there didn't used to be there. That's a big part of the, 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 the mall's footprint now. Um, and there's a, like it, it's a, uh, some of the chains have gone, but like the like the Fuddruckers is still there. Thank uh, God. Yeah, th- yeah. Thank God. <laughs> Spent a lot of time at that Fuddruckers. Um, they refurbished the movie theater. I I'm pretty sure that the the arcade has been gone for like 20 years. I mean, you know, as arcades died off. Yeah. Uh, that one was a that one was an early victim. Um yeah. And and they you know it's it, but it, it's a. 
as far as geographically, like the layout is pretty much the same. They haven't like changed it to, to any added any open air areas or anything. It's just like different set of stores inside. Mm, yeah. yeah. Is I, it still pretty full or are there like a lot of vacancies? Um, the last time I went, I noticed a few vacancies, but it wasn't like one of those, it wasn't like one of those dead malls that you see that has like three storefronts left, you know, it's, it's still got a, it, it, the, the parking lot's still pretty bustling. A lot of people still oh, go to shop good. there. Yeah. It's always nice when your childhood mall is still kicking. Right. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> it seems like it also had, I was looking it up, it looks like it's like basically like square and it also has like a lot of perimeter stores and things like that going on. Yeah. It's kind of got the central island um, uh, where all the action happens. And then, yeah, the, all these satellites, you know, there's an El Torito, uh, there's a bank, there's a Red Lobster. They're all just kind of like orbiting uh, the giant uh, mass of the mall. And then yeah. there, there used to be a second, I wonder if it's still there. There used to be a second movie theater. Like there was the main mall movie theater, but then you could go off to the Lakewood Center South Theater, uh, which was its, uh, which had like second run movies. Ooh, and that was like the I bad kid theater. That. Yeah, I love when there's a second run theater near a first run, so anything you want to see, yeah, any yeah. budget. Did you ever go to um, South Coast Plaza? Yeah, I've been to South Coast Plaza. I didn't spend a ton of time there, but yeah, I've, I've been there a few times. I can't in my mind. That's close to Lakewood, but I might be wrong. Um, it's it's a uh, it's yeah, it's not super far, you know. Okay, because they had the Rainforest Cafe. Right. Oh, yeah. I used to, that used to be like my Holy Grail mall because they had a Sanrio (laughs) and the Rainforest Cafe. (laughs) Everything a little girl could want. (laughs) It's like I could live here (laughs) and be happy forever. (laughs) So when was this, uh, this time you said that you were on a shoot at the Grove? Oh yeah, so I work. I used to work for uh, the the now mostly dead uh, internet video company Funnier Die, and we were shooting a video uh, with this lovely uh, lovely man. Uh, the he was the uh, a brief internet celebrity in the early 2010s, the Alabama Face Guy. And basically, you may have a vague memory of this if you follow sports at all. But there was a there was a kid who used to go to Alabama basketball games and hold up a giant photo of his own head to psych out <laughs> opponents as they were shooting free throws. A very funny bit, and he was making a very funny face in it. So we shot a video <laughs> with him. He flew out to LA, and we basically just just shot a video with him going to a bunch of different LA landmarks, holding up the face, and people <laughs> reacting. And okay. one of those situations included uh access hollywood which used to shoot at the grove Mm -hmm. and we didn't get permission to do this but we just were like all right we're just gonna have uh uh, we're just gonna have this guy this kid we're just gonna shoot him going to the access hollywood taping and hold up his 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 head in the background as they're trying to do whatever they were doing um and i think it was maybe michael bolton was doing a a solo performance there (laughs) It was a it was a Michael Bolton adjacent uh, tier uh, artist was performing uh, on the show, and while this is happening, we're sh- I'm shooting on the other side. Uh, and I'm with the crew shooting on the other side, and he is uh, 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 he is over with the crowd, and so we're we're getting that angle, and um, with some other crew over there, and as uh, he holds the face up, uh, 
the the you could see the associate there, the assistant director, just like he saw what was going to happen. He saw it happen. Was just like, fuck this, get them out of here, get them the fuck out of here. And then security quickly ushered them out and took them and threw them out. Um, and uh, so we met them outside, and we we're like, what happened? What was going on? They're like, like, well, Grove Security like pushed, took us off into a second, uh, took us off into an office, uh, and we thought we we're going to get in trouble. And then Grove Security was like. We're so sorry they made us throw you out. Please continue to come to the Grove. We need your business. <laughs> and was like oh, super really? apologetic. Because I guess they had a very, uh, I guess they had a very um, tenuous slash, uh, you know, uh, adversarial relationship with the Access Hollywood team who was disrupting mm. their, they thought it would be cool to have it shooting from the Grove, but ended up just disrupting their shoppers. Yeah. I mean, behind the scenes of why they moved to Universal Studios. Makes total sense. Right yeah, it's a much there. better fit. Yeah. I, because you, were you shooting with a permit? Because you would think that without no. a permit, they, so, and they were still like apologetic? They were stuff? 100% apologetic. That's yeah, because they don't, because they don't care. Right. They, yeah, they just, I mean, I think they were just so over Access Hollywood telling them what to do. Um, and probably, wow. probably being like shitty to their cut to to patrons of the Grove at times who just yeah. didn't know where they were supposed to be standing or walking. That they were yeah. that this was just another one where they're just like super apologetic. If you're at a point where the Grove is telling you you're being like too uptight and snooty, that's like <laughs> that's crazy. Because I, I think Emily, it seems like you had the same instinct. I was like, of course that would happen at the Grove. But yeah. it's not their fault. Right. They were like, Mario Lopez is our sworn enemy now. <laughs> <laughs> and any enemy of Mario Lopez and this show is our friend and a little baby bird who we're taking under our wing. <laughs> wow. Kind of a beautiful story in the end. Yeah, it worked out. It made me, it instilled more faith in the grove in me I, I, I as much as was removed when i was at the cheesecake factory at the grove and i saw unflushed barf in a toilet I was like, oh, this, <laughs> no. oh god that's so bad on a couple different levels yeah. <laughs> like one that their food made somebody vomit on the spot yes and then that it was just left there yeah to be fair they could have been just like trashed because they like they could have been at the cheesecake factory bar people Great do get point. wild at the cheesecake factory Great point. Mm-hmm. especially people if you're a tourist and you're like yeah, i'm get... having an incredible time yeah. <laughs> they're like we're gonna get fucked up at cheesecake factory then we're gonna go to madewell <laughs> and then we're gonna go to barnes and noble then we're gonna go to the american girl store <laughs> Honestly, like anytime I think about someone like that who just unironically gets fucked up at the Cheesecake Factory, I'm like, that is probably a better life than my life. Yeah. Just being able oh, yeah. to embrace just like, like, yeah, sure. Why not? You know? Yes. I, I'd fucking, I don't know. I envy that kind of person. Yeah. Somebody who, if they heard us laughing about it, they'd be like, what? Like, sincerely, they would just not get it. They'd yeah. Be like, fucking mean, rules. What are you talking about? They have a bar. I think it's <laughs> fucked up that I've never been fucked up at the mall. That's true. Mm, interesting. <laughs> you know? Like, we have a mall podcast, and we've never been drunk at the mall. It's true. I What's mean, up with that? As, I mean, as soon as we can. <laughs> We're going to go <laughs> fucking wild when, when the quarantine ends. 
<laughs> we actually did agree on our Orange Julius episode that when we were able to go to the Burbank Town Center again, we would go in formal wear with our friend Brad to the Orange Julius. And I still am am holding to that promise. I don't know about you, Emily. Oh, yeah. I mean, hopefully they make it through. I know. God willing. It's very hard to say. Well, Dairy Queen can float them, I think. That's true. I think Dairy Queen is doing all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not going to have any indoor malls on the west side to go to. Yeah. yeah they're all gone. I mean, they it's... need to stop doing that. They need to stop getting rid of them. I, I, you have to think at some point there will be the open air trend will die out and there will be the nostalgia for the enclosed shopping center because that is yeah. that is a different experience. Yeah, it's like because the Grove and the Americana love, but that's a whole different vibe. But like the new Santa Monica place sucks shit. It's really bad. You know, I think part of the 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 thing with the new Santa Monica place is it's just like they they've got too many high end stores. And yeah. fine, have a Louis Vuitton, have have like a Swarovski crystals, have like a like a like a couple of fancy places, but they've got so many of them. It's yeah. just like, man, I don't. You, you gotta have, have a couple things that are aspirational there for the the you know the average shopper. But if it, if it all feels like that, it's just like, well, this is just a place. This is just a the fucking play place for the elites. I don't want to be here. Yeah, totally. it doesn't feel like a mall. And then yeah. the, the way yeah. the food court is sort of weird and hard to get to and stuff. Way too yeah. isolated. And it's like because it's an afterthought because they don't want like food court people there. Yeah. It yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it was not as good to hang out at as a teenager. It wasn't as good as the old one. Yeah, yeah, I can't imagine. Um, I will. I do have a quick story about that. There's a sunglasses store there called Chili Beans. Yeah, and I bought. Yeah, so I bought some sunglasses from there once. And while it was like a like a, like one of the salespeople was helping me out, and while I was while I was buying those, uh, the other salesperson like came from the other side was like, "Oh, you should try these on." And like, you know, like, like, I think this would look good on your face. And I tried them on and I was like, yeah, I do kind of like these. So I got like, and they were like, you know, it's two pair for the second pair is 50% off. So I was like, fuck it. I'll get the second <laughs> pair. And I got it. And I was, uh, and I left with two pairs of sunglasses. And as I was leaving, I saw the two salespeople who helped me out high five. <laughs> like it just grifted a mark. Oh my god! Yeah, they couldn't even like, wait for you to get far enough away. No. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, like fuck this sucker. We got him. Whatever. I love that. I do yeah. every time someone like offers something like that. Sometimes even if I'm like that is a pretty good deal, I'm like, mm, mm. nope, because yeah. I don't. I, I don't want them to think they got me. I say I have to go home and think about it, but I'll come back after I ask my husband what he thinks. Um, <laughs> if I'm allowed to buy two pairs. <laughs> he said one when I left this morning. So it's going to have to be a discussion. He doesn't understand the deals. that I made him. <laughs> I'll have to make a chart to show him the benefits financially of me buying the two. You see, what if I lose one? Then That's- what? That is a good thing. Then a good, I have to buy another one full price. Not it's to true. not to be on the side of these people who grifted you, but yes. two pairs of sunglasses <laughs> is smart because you are gonna lose one. I did you know what I did end up losing one. And the other one so. I still wear to this day. So it wow. worked out fine. 
Incredible. Yeah. They, they knew. They knew. They were they like, knew. Maybe they guy. were just high-fiving because they were happy for you. <laughs> it worked out for everyone. Every, that's that's the best kind of transaction. Mm-hmm. Everyone leaves happy. Mm-hmm. And clearly they're good at their job. It's they, true. He nailed what was good for your face. Yeah. It's true. He was it's- right. so you can't deny that (laughs) um so nick do you have any other like general mall stories that that you got to get out before we talk about dave and busters uh you know i mean i i just i uh, no nothing nothing in particular comes to mind I, i i like i said i spent a lot of time at them i do associate like for me like the big shopping trip at the mall feels similar to going to uh like a costco like that's a similar sort of vibe for me which i i I just always find very calming to walk in around Mm -hmm. a big space uh with high ceilings and and just a bunch of variety Uh, i do have one you know i do have one quick west side pavilion story which is that i waited in line for the nintendo gamecube at the GameStop on the top level of the west side pavilion and Ooh. I was in, I, again, I'm old as shit. So I, w- I was an adult male there. And it was me, like the, the front of the line was me, another adult male. And then everyone behind us was a <laughs> mom or dad of a young child. <laughs> and so what ended up happening is that me and this other guy ended up being the mayors of the line. Because all these parents were like, like, what, what do I get my kids? What do, what do I buy them? So we were like trying to go through everyone, like get a second controller, get Super Monkey Ball, get Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> and we ended up being like these these heroes kind of shepherding these, par- these, these frazzled parents through their purchases. But also it made me feel like I am a failure of a man (laughs) yeah there's it's like sweet but it's also like this means that you can really get inside the mind of like a 12 year old yeah exactly (laughs) yeah but me me and this other guy were like talking there and it was it's one of those sliding doors things of like like i felt like at the end i should have like like hey man we should hang out sometime like we i think we both had that sense of like hey Mm -hmm. what's your number let's hang out sometime and then it just didn't happen i never saw him again i was like this guy could have been my best friend but (laughs) it just just didn't happen. Ah, uh, those moments. Yeah. Well, misconnection. We'll put it in the you're, description you're of never the episode. Sure, if it would be weird. Yeah. Yes. But then sometimes, honestly, sometimes, like even this happened to me once in Warby Parker. I ended up talking to someone working there. <laughs> yes. Truly, an hour and a half. Wow. And I feel like I always have to say I was not driving this conversation. They were driving this conversation, and it's like. We should have followed each other on Instagram or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I, I didn't you talk about like movies or something really specific? Emily? Yeah, we talked about movies and horror movies and Halloween Horror Nights and stuff. Her <laughs> wow. son a little bit. <laughs> this is exactly the kind of thing that like in a rom-com would be played as though it wasn't creepy. But like you could like call and be like, I just have to connect with this person who works there, you know. But in real life, it's actually terrifying if you did that. <laughs> Um, I think we should talk about Dave and Buster's. I don't know about you guys. Let's get into it. Let's talk about both those guys. Yeah. (laughs) Both of them. Who, by the way, are real guys. Also, real guys. R.I.P. Dave, I guess. Mm -hmm. Dave is dead. Let's get that out here right (laughs) off the bat. Just so we don't find out later on. (laughs) I'm learning this as you as you're saying it. This is amazing. Yeah, and, yeah we don't tragic. want any surprises. Yeah, Buster, I think is alive. Still. He's still kicking, but he did step down a year after Dave died. Um, I guess it wasn't fun anymore. You know, 
But yeah, that makes sense. Party's the, over. Yeah, totally. I mean, which I would say that the party's not over till a guy named Buster leaves. But um, <laughs> yeah, basically the story is they they were. I want to get this exactly right. Um, they were in. Okay, they both lived in Little Rock, Arkansas, and David Coraval, aka Dave, had um, he had a sol- a game parlor called cash mccool's great which, name <laughs> i'm sorry what <laughs> um and it was good to me <laughs> I, I mean i guess it checks out i get it but down the street um james buster corley buster's a nickname had a bar and they Paige, became is friends this from that article or is this from their website um, this is from the Wikipedia page. Okay, okay. There's a number of accounts of their history online. Um, <laughs> supposedly, one of these places uh, originally was like a really like seedy place. Uh, I think, was it oh, Dave or Buster's place? Emily? I think it was Buster's place. Checks out, yeah. <laughs> so Cash McCool's was the upscale version? It was the game, the game element. So they oh, came okay. together the over element. like, oh, we love games and we love food. Let's combine this. But Buster's Place was, um, let's see, a home for bond daddies and cocaine whores. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. That was what what one one man was quoted as saying <laughs> online. <laughs> An anonymous man. But he said that it was bond daddies, cocaine whores and politicians. Um, which I don't know about you, but that's the first time I learned the term bond daddy. I I still don't know what what, I couldn't understand from the article, what that actually means. I think it's like a guy trying to sell bonds, like a seedy guy selling bonds. I, I, I have what I'm confused by bonds. So (laughs) (laughs) that's, that's enough there. Yeah. Yeah, We don't don't have to deep dive (laughs) bonds. I just know of is like they're, they're like shittier stocks or they're like, they're, they're like lower risk stocks. Right. But lower return. Yeah. Oh my god, I wonder if any of my bot mitzvah bonds are still in action. <laughs> People used to give bonds for bot mitzvahs and I definitely got one or Oh my oh, god, I got so you're my saying mom about oh, yeah. this. You, you had should look some, into that. Some bond daddies in your life. <laughs> I guess I had some bond daddies. <laughs> you might have a windfall on your hands. You should check into that. <laughs> Maybe even like $200. Yeah. <laughs> but Nick, what's what's your relationship with Dave and Busters? So, Dave and Busters did not exist. Uh, it wasn't in my town when I was a kid, but it was a thing I knew about. I came to know about through, again, big video game fan, so I, I knew it through like video game publications and websites that this place called Web uh, Dave & Buster's existed that I thought was like, to me, seemed sounded like Xanadu because <laughs> I, I knew the arcade at, in its form of just like, you know, the shitty old school arcade, like that, like Bally's Aladdin's Castle that I described, which was a fine arcade, but it was just, you know, like a very dank... Um, like smelled like a casino, but not a casino. A uh, lot, you know, a, a very sticky, just super duper sticky. Not that Dave and Buster's isn't <laughs> sticky, um, but it's it's just like it's just like a grimy place. And I know the grime is part of the appeal, but it was very much a place for kids to spend a bunch of their parents' money. Uh, and uh, and uh, but I loved arcades and I love video games. And so Dave and Buster's like combining like, oh, it's got video games, but then it's also got like like chain restaurant food and then like cocktails and, you know, um, and and bigger amusements like to me, it, like it's basically like an adult chick, adult Chuck E. Cheese was my understanding. And then when I finally went, I was like, yeah, this is exactly that. It's 100 <laughs> <Yeah>. percent <laughs> that just scaled up for adults. Uh, but it, it is like. 
Uh, so I've been to Dave and Buster's a, a, a handful of times in my life. It's not a place I frequent, but every time I go, I, ha- I have a blast. I will say that to me, that's like the that was like the uh, like like the existence of Dave and Buster's was one of the few one of the things that was like as someone who grew up in the 80s when video games were like such a like a more of a niche thing into the 90s and it wasn't something that adults played at all it was just like a, it was like the equivalent of a toy for kids um that was one of the things like Dave and Buster starting to, to exist and thrive was like oh video games are grown up now like like it, it sounds dumb to say that but it's like oh adults play these things now and the people who grew up playing games now have money of their own to spend and go out and and spend it at places like this so it also kind of to me symbolizes gaming becoming mainstream, which was a big thing for me in terms of how my hobby was perceived and also like how I, you know, how, how I felt about it. Yeah. I mean, totally now, now at Dave and Buster's you go and there's like a walking dead themed video game that Mm -hmm. like any suburban mom would be thrilled to play. It's exciting. And and scaled up versions of, of iOS games, which is the Mm -hmm. big thing now, like all these mobile, like you could play Flappy Bird on a gigantic LCD. Yeah. Like big candy crush and all that. Paige, have you ever been to a Dave and Buster's? I have. Um, I haven't. Oh, okay. You should go. There aren't really. There's the Hollywood and Highland one. Yeah, yeah. and that one is grimy. That it's one grimy as hell. It's, we should have gone when we went to Ontario Mills. Yeah, that's the other one. Is there's one in Ontario Mills? I don't know when I've been to one or where it was. I I think I went to a party or, or something, and I think it might have been like a work party or something weird like that. And I just remember. I'm like not very good at video games and I will just lose all my money immediately. Right. And I I tend to get discouraged and just, you know, eat chicken fingers in the corner. Yeah, I yeah. mean that's a big <laughs> I think the the pow, like they have these the cards now, I'm trying to remember what they're called. It might be power cards. It's it's yeah. maybe not that. But the the cards they have now, I feel like are a little bit you can you get you can get such a such a, a heavy discount for buying for putting a lot of money in it that you feel like you're being scammed less and it's a little bit more abstract because you're you're spending charges on a card as, full, mm-hmm. as opposed to putting physical quarters in a machine. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you can you can just burn through cash. You can I just think burn it's through actually money. Actually, kind Busters. of designed to to make you end up spending more because you can't see what you're spending. Right. You know? I mean, that's the rule with credit cards, right? Yeah. Is they're like you just spend more with credit cards because you can't. Your brain doesn't totally yeah. understand that you're giving up money. Yeah. Right. I mean, it is it is called a power card, and yeah, I think you like. When I was there, it was definitely the power card. You like you get one and you it feels like getting like a tap card for the Metro or something. And then you just have to keep it forever and you can go and like tap and add money to it. And I almost I don't know, like I kind of missed the element of like having to get quarters and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, or the the tokens that are are specific to that arcade, which is yeah. always fun. Uh, the the uh, the Bally's Aladdin's Castle one had like a genie's lamp on one side, which was yeah. I was always like, oh, this is so cool. Uh, yeah, that's but fun. The card was yeah, the card's fine. I mean, it it's. I I I like uh my big thing with with Dave and Buster's is that I always find myself, as much as I like video games, the video games that they have there are so much designed for, you know, the this is a this is a bachelorette party or whatever. Yeah. Boy, you know, that's that sounds like a bummer of a bachelorette party at David Buster's, <laughs> but I'm sure it happens. 
It's like, um, it's your last night of freedom. <laughs> Make sure you hit all the buttons that are lit up really fast. <laughs> But it's designed for it's just designed for everyone. And so I I feel like a lot of times the selection of the games is less fun there. And that's what's kind of led to that, even though the overall experience of like, you know, they've got these big like sit down amusements or whatever, like the Ghostbusters game where you shoot actual ping pong balls. They've got some fun stuff that you don't have at most arcades, but it's kind of led into the. I feel like Dave and Buster's is the progenitor of the barcade, which is yeah. the, the new thing of like the the more indie place that has more like, you know, retro games, uh, yeah. your Street Fighters and your Tetrises of the world. And those I find actually more appealing from a video game standpoint. Yeah, because you kind of would have to look for like a, a more classic video game. It's kind of buried underneath a bunch of like, you know, specific like branded games and things like that. 100 yeah. percent the, the 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 cool thing though about dave and busters though like you know like the ghostbusters one i mentioned they have like a luigi's mansion with the vacuum which fucking rules um they have like a they had like a big pirate game that you steer with an actual ship's wheel like i love shit like that i love the big peripherals so yeah that stuff does kind of hook me yeah that sounds fun yeah yeah i, I do, don't know why i've never been to one probably it's just because there isn't a never, convenient no one's ever invited me <laughs> <laughs> it, it is i mean the hollywood one is a pain in the ass to get to and it's in like the worst part of the city mm-hmm. uh, i i will like the thing the thing about dave and busters because when i've been there it's almost always been for events it's almost always been for somebody's birthday or something yeah and it's fun for that, but because there's alcohol and there's video games, but the food at Dave and Buster's, I feel like among chain restaurants is pretty bad. Like mm. the actual food quality is pretty low. And then everything's like kind of jacked up prices because of the gimmick, which is not great. Mm. Yeah. It th- feels like places where they know you're there for another thing, first right. and foremost, will put not even the tiniest bit of effort into their food. Yeah, which yeah. is a bummer because if they had great food, I mean, that would be like, oh man, this place fucking rules. Like, yeah. and I, like, why not go for it? Why not try to have like a, a higher call, uh, caliber of food? But you yeah, know, it's, it's just not a business that model. hard even to have just like good chicken tenders. Right. Yeah. Invest maybe, in like a good breading. Maybe get like Emerald involved. I don't know what he's doing now. <laughs> maybe, maybe he'd be interested in such a venture. You know, one of these, one of these has been food network chefs who need a, who need a gig. I feel like it would be perfect. <laughs> that would be amazing. Is that mean and then of he me? would have to rename himself Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Is it mean of me to call Emerald a has been? I take it back. That's my I, bad. I would, yeah, I would, I would maybe call him a legend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, he does have his own line of air fryers at Bed Bath and Beyond, so I, I don't yeah. want to be—I don't want to throw shade at Emerald. I, I respect him. I, um, I, um, so I also had the same explanation given to me of like it's. So there was a lot of my family lives in San Diego, and on the off ramp from the freeway, it circles yes. a standalone Dave and Buster's, and that was the first one I ever saw. And I was just always like entranced every time we took that off ramp, and I would be like, "What is that?" <laughs> the location and my mom was is like, so weird. It's so weird. She was like, "It's a Chuck E. Cheese, but it's also a bar. You can't go in there. It's not for kids." But now through babysitting, I have learned that it is also the Chuck E. Cheese for kids now. Oh, wow. Kids, Yeah, kids don't go to Chuck E. Cheese anymore. Maybe little ones. I don't know. But like when I was babysitting, there was like the the boy who was like, you know, 12 to 14. And all his friends were always having birthday parties at Dave and Buster's. 
Yeah, I think it's like past a certain time you have to be like over 21 or whatever. But during the day, anyone can be there. Kids yeah. fucking love Dave and Buster's. <laughs> that makes sense because it feels like a, a kid's idea of what a grown up place is, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and and kids love phone games. So a big, phone, a big Angry Birds, they would flip. I feel like. Oh, yeah. Classic. <laughs> Classic. Them always asking. I guess Angry Birds games is, is... on your phone. Yes. And then you're like, no, no, <laughs> you can't have it. Except this, they don't even have to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Dave and Busters in Hollywood, I, I went to once and I left pretty quickly. It was a, a, I had like kind of a weird, like mature moment where I was meeting up with a friend because we thought we were going to enter a contest that you had to go sign up at the Dave and Busters to like get on a, some type of a reality show or a game show or something. And we were like, let's go and we'll get in line. And it was totally the kind of thing like we would have done in the past, but we like just arrived at the Hollywood and Highland Dave and Busters. And we were like, let's leave this. Let's not use our time this way. (laughs) Like it was like a a very like, Oh, I'm different now moment. (laughs) But it's, yeah, it's like, it's kind of in that, like that, 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 that building behind it is kind of a mall shape. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but it's, it's like a weird shell of a mall. It feels I bad. I feel like Dave and Buster's is a great perimeter. Yeah. To a mall. It's, it's good for it to be in proximity because it's like you have your day at the mall and then maybe like not alone, obviously. Um, <laughs> I mean, and, maybe. Then, <laughs> and then you go to Dave and Buster's, right. have a couple drinks, play a couple games. Yeah. Is it like a point system or like a ticket system where like you can trade stuff in for stuff? Yeah, you can. And there are people who have gamed it. Like I, I, there are there are people who've kind of min-maxed the reward system and have gotten a bunch of stuff by just like figuring out the games where it's easiest to accumulate points and how to accumulate the most points. And then yeah. you can cash them in for like a PlayStation 4 or whatever. So yeah, there yeah. are people who've figured out how to scam it. Um, I think there was a subreddit de- devoted to it and then they might they kind of tamped it down at some point. They made it less they made it harder to scam, but yeah, that 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 does exist again like Chuck E. Cheese. That is I feel crazy. Like it would be amazing if since it's an adult Chuck E. Cheese if you could trade in points and tickets for drinks and food. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Whoa, like, Emily. That would be cool. Fucking genius. Okay, I'm going to start a barcade. <laughs> the thing is like it is weird cuz I the the place that I would go to as a kid that that is the closest to this is a place called Mulligans, uh, which it was like much more like classic arcade. But it's so funny to think of like what you were competing to get there with tickets was like a plastic spider ring. Yes. Like the biggest thing you could get was like a big stuffed animal. Like, yeah. The getting wor- a PS4 the, is crazy. <laughs> it is crazy that they have like real prizes there. Um, and uh yeah, because I, I got like just the shittiest stuff from Chuck E. Cheese from from winning at Ski Ball. I, I like had like one of those those shitty like paddle things that you think is yeah. Yeah. Like, that's got a ball on a string attached that you think is going to be fun, and then you like can't even make it work. Um, yeah. And yeah, I get so much junk from there. the The other thing about Dave and Buster's, and I noted this in particular with the the Hollywood one. At the times I was going there, there there was a lot of you know basketball going on, and it was like, oh, this is a big sports bar. Like a lot of yeah. people come here oh. specifically to watch sports, and they've got a bunch of big screens in the area, so it's kind of got like like a couple of different agendas there. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess that's smart of them, but it does kind of make it so they can't lean fully into like 
there, you know, you could go away. Like, I, it's, it's, it's in the 2010s now. You could, uh, into the going into the 2020s, you could lean into like nerd culture marketing if you wanted to, and that could mm-hmm. be one way to go. But they still kind of have like this kind of sports bro angle to try to get people into the sports bar, which you know. They're trying to exist in two worlds. Yeah, they're having trying to have it both ways, and that's yeah. kind of what makes it unsatisfactory. Whereas in the end. all the more like artisanal ones are leaning into like nerd culture. Yes, mm-hmm. but they're not going to. In Portland, I did date a barcade manager <laughs> who ended wow. up being a total psycho. But like, as I always say, a sentence that fully makes sense, top to bottom, <laughs> all works out. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Each piece. I I didn't get good at video games in that time. <laughs> Emily, do you have any games that you're like I actually randomly am good at this one? Literally, no. I'm, I'm I, very bad at all games. I randomly am decent at Miss Pac-Man. Not great, but decent. And I do fucking love skee ball. Wow. What is I your skee ball? Are are you good at skee ball? Because I always wanted to be good at it, and I I'm not. I don't think I'm good at it. I think that what happens is maybe like one out of every five times for some reason, I just like have it like that day. Yeah. I can just <laughs> nail it. One time at the Santa Monica pier, I, I won a bunch of fucking tickets while I was waiting for someone to meet me. <laughs> and I got two bracelets. <laughs> it was awesome. But like, I would say it's almost like a drug because like, some of the time I'm really good at it and it's really fun. And then sometimes I just <laughs> fucking suck and I like have to keep playing to get back at that level. You know, I feel right. like um, girls are good at Miss Pac-Man. Is that <laughs> sexist? Is that internalized misogyny? Well, I think what happens is I just see her and I see myself. So <laughs> right. I, it's like you easier. can really get in her shoes. Yeah. Like with her little round body. It's easier for me to imagine myself because she's wearing the bow, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I do Whereas, think like, so. When it's just normal Pac-Man, you're like, I just can't picture it. <laughs> I just don't feel the connection here. Yeah. So I'm not rooting for him as hard. Miss Pac-Man, I will say, is the superior game to Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. It's it's like it's it's it plays better. The mazes are better designed. It's it's uh, by all accounts a superior experience. And yeah, I, I actually I love Miss Pac-Man too. I, my my you know like one of my dream purchases that I would like if I you know uh, a thing I fantasize about is there's a there's a tabletop version of Ms. Pac-Man, the one that you, that it's like it's, yeah. it's like the cocktail mm-hmm. side that you look down they, on. They have one of those at um, Blipsy Barcade in Koreatown. Oh wow, yeah. That's, I mean, that's I guess so they did awesome. years ago, but yeah, that's is, like the coolest thing. Is it Miss? It is Miss, right? No, it's Ms. It's Ms. It's Ms. Yeah, Ms. So, are they brother and sister? No, they're together. Because I'm not sure if wouldn't she be Mrs. Pac-Man? Hmm. Well, um, they I I don't know what the reasoning is why she's Ms. But part of when you're playing Ms. Pac-Man is that you know they show like the little like scene and they show them meet and fall in love. Oh, okay. So she's just a modern woman. Yeah. (laughs) Also, I realized that me really putting the emphasis on Miss and then you guys correcting me as Miz was just (laughs) us pronouncing the word differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I I think I say Miss Pac-Man and I don't even think about it, but you're right. No, you're right. We shouldn't know whether she's married or not just by her name. It's not fair. She's a modern woman who doesn't define herself (laughs) by her Uh, marital status. Right, exactly. And and I think at the time in 1980 you know the 1980s when this was released 
it was that was like a thing of like I I think Ms was maybe a new formulation like it, yeah. it was used to be just Miss or Mrs and so like making her Ms was a statement. Totally. Yeah. I love it. We shouldn't know if our teachers are married unless they want to tell us. <laughs> we really shouldn't. Because I mean, then, we'll as eight-year-olds, we talk too much about their dating life, <laughs> and it's really rude. <laughs> um, an interesting thing about Dave & Buster, specifically with malls that I was reading, is like a lot of the time, um, empty uh, anchor stores will become Dave & Buster's. Which is like oh. kind of a natural thing. Like Makes I think, fun. like at Ontario Mills, it's like on the outside, like an anchor. And, but you, and, yeah, and you can enter though through. Yeah, the yeah. Mall. I love you casually dropping the anchor store lingo. Just like, <laughs> they know their stuff. I mean, I hope so. What if I was like, "What's an anchor store?" Anchor <laughs> stores come up a lot. They're important, dude. Um. I'm trying to think other things that I found are fun about Dave and Buster's. Apparently they do a lot of um, corporate sponsorship. They're a corporate sponsor of UFC, which wow. I mean, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Sure. So I guess we should probably read their values. Oh yeah. Can I say one more thing that they sponsor? Oh, Two yes. more things. They also sponsor uh, WWE, uh, a, a specific match, I think. And then they, they sponsored the 2009 tour by rock band bowling for soup. So that's just a fun. <laughs> oh yeah thing that i thought we should bring up speaking of 1980 that's so specific <laughs> but yeah their their website does list their core values emily do you want to do you want to share what yeah, they are also, i bet they're really suffering right now oh you gotta know, be dave and I, busters can't do like no one's picking up from dave and busters 100 yeah, pre-pandemic they were like fucking thriving they were like opening new shit so i'm, I'm curious wow. okay the first core value <laughs> Fun to our core. At Dave and Buster's, we just can't help entertaining guests and showing them a great time. <laughs> My favorite value is having fun. <laughs> they have four values. It says this is their this is they listed under the culture we live and say our mission and values. Yes. Yeah. The second one, everybody is somebody. At Dave and Buster's, we believe that. Every position matters. Everyone contributes to our success. You better be paying your employees a great wage or else this isn't actually one of your values. Yes. Um, yeah. Pretty easy to catch you out on that. Mm-hmm. You got it. Attitude. <laughs> Dave and Buster's, you can feel our positive energy and it's contagious. Ooh. Uh-oh. You don't want anything to be contagious wow, right yeah. now. Yeah. Work on some different different verbiage for now. And founder's yep. spirit. At Dave & Buster's, we believe that having the passion, pride, and drive are what make the difference. Knowing what it started out as. <laughs> I don't know if founder's spirit is... Right. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but he got out of the game, though. He, it's true. He got it's straight. True. He, he, he got out. It's more... I feel like, ultimately, the founder's... Uh, founder spirit is about the friendship of Dave and Buster, you know? Yes. yes. And bringing their two, uh, their two skills together to create what is Dave and Buster. And they apparently flipped a coin to choose whose name would go first. So it could have been called Buster and Dave's. They made the right That's call. No sounds better. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah, flows Buster better. And Dave and Dave Buster's sounds wrong. Sounds wrong. Yeah. You I don't... need to ease people into the name Buster. Yeah, yeah. I think you it... can't just come out the gate with Buster. Mm-hmm. If the first time, if you just if you start because you start reading it, you're like Dave's. Like, all right, then yeah, I got that Dave. <laughs> and yeah, and that's what would follow. Buster's, whoa, oh. getting treated. Uh, but if he's with Dave, I guess that's cool. Yeah, yeah. If, if Dave if Dave vouches for Buster, then I, I, he can come to the party. But I don't. 
know. <laughs> just a solo buster. I'm not super <laughs> sure about. Um, yeah, it's like, who's, uh, who's going to be there? Okay, Dave. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah, sure. Also, his, his friend Buster is going to be there. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, no, do you Buster's know him? Fu- or? I know his name is Buster, but he's cool. I swear. <laughs> it's like a he's nickname fine. kind of a thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess he can come, you know, whatever. Um, Buster. I mean, Buster's the one who's still kicking. So He is, yeah. yeah. That says something. Uh, being and he's a the one who re- dude seems like it leads to a long life. 100%. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It's true. true. They did have, I did find an article on reputable website, mentalfloss.com that says that Dave and Buster's used to offer a ride that was an electric chair. So they made a few mistakes in their time. Oh boy. Yeah. Some of that CD, CD Buster energy did make its way into Dave and Buster's. <laughs> what what um, would that even be? I'm curious. It's like the idea is you just sit down, you get a little shock and pretend yeah, you're getting electrocuted. Yeah. Basically mm. like uh, a vibrating chair. Oh, I, got I, it. Yeah. There's so many things that could be. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That I, aren't well, horrifying. Well, maybe yes. they transitioned it over because they also uh, apparently were trying to do those like um, movie theater seats for a while that kind of react like <laughs> to what you're you're seeing in the, mm-hmm. in the movie. Oh, yeah. Um, but this is, uh, and then, oh, this is the other thing that was crazy is apparently every Dave and Busters has over $1 million worth of games in it. That's wild. Uh, I guess those things are pretty, they're pretty expensive, especially the ones with all the mechanical parts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess when they make them, they know that you're going to make a lot of money off of them. Right. Mm -hmm. So they must charge like a really high premium. Yeah. Yeah some crazy shit going on over there i feel like they're gonna make it through because if they were doing better before the pandemic like that puts them in a better position to get through yeah um, that's true and, and as much as i like think of it as as like oh man it's such an unhygienic place i think people would be more hygiene conscious now of like touching a bunch of different things and you know being totally. in a tight space with it recirculated air but then you look at las vegas when it reopened and immediately just swarmed with people i'm just like oh yeah most people just do not give a shit yeah and it's gonna reopen they're gonna go back there yeah yeah i mean that's the thing is they can reopen but like you can't trust people it's just they cannot be trusted with the responsibility the covid is gonna just stick in all the stickiness (laughs) that's on the surface of everything i mean i don't know what the process is like if you're playing you're playing a game with a mask on i always picture the game where it's the light up like you're like playing basically like whack-a-mole but with your hands like hitting light up yeah uh buttons um because I feel like when I played that, I felt like I was being laughed at. I was like, this is embarrassing <laughs> for me. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> they must have those dance games there, right? Oh, yeah. Um, those are humiliating, but pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. DDR and all that. Yeah. If you um, see someone who just absolutely can nail it, that's like the most impressive feat to witness. It's kind of amazing. It's really cool. That's it's like, like you're an athlete. Yeah. That's one of my favorite uh, episodes and plot lines is on King of the Hill when Bobby falls in love with that girl because they're both amazing at DDR. Um, just a just a fun thing I decided to share for some reason. Um, do we have any other thoughts on Dave and Buster's before before we do a final segment? 
I was just going to say, the you reading through Dave & Buster's corporate values made me think back to my hometown of Lakewood, California, and home of the Lakewood Center Mall. And my whole time growing up, the ma- the motto for the town because it was you know this this planned community uh, that had that that came up post war um, and uh, so it, it was it was viewed as like this is like the the vision of the future so the the town motto was tomorrow's city today Ooh. and then yeah very cool I, great motto <laughs> and then at some point in the mid two thousands maybe even twenty tens the city council change the motto voted to change the motto to times change values don't no <laughs> it's no. just awful <laughs> complete 180 they were, they were willing to look into the future to a point and yes, then they were yeah. like we'd like to stop now and they were like okay so that future happened yeah we're there so now there's a very specific pocket of time that we live in so now that time is the past <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, That's it's really rough. wretched. Yeah. yeah. Oof, Hopefully they'll switch it back at some point. Yeah, I, I hope that I hope they Yikes. look in, into tomorrow <laughs> once again sometime. Um, Do all cities have mottos? Does Santa Monica have a motto? Hmm, great know. question. I don't know. I don't know. I did the little logo. I thought was a bird for most of my life. The Santa Monica or what is it? It's that little sort of it's like abstract shapes. Yeah, like it's not a and bird. It's like no, it's the it's the beach and the sun. Is it supposed oh. to look like both though? Now I'm. Going I don't think it. it is. I think they did a bad job. Oh my god! <laughs> and Santa Monica should get a new logo. Okay, well, start designing because <laughs> I feel like they'd probably want to hear from you as a I native. I don't even know what made me ever realize that, but it I did one day, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Oh, this thing where it's like a swish and the sun. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like I've seen it. It's on like signs yeah. in, in Santa Monica. I thought it was one of those bird of paradise things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I guess I, I, I didn't think it was a bird. I thought it was a plant. That's <laughs> named after a, a bird. bird. <laughs> a bird plant. Well, it's neither. Um, well, hey, uh, I think we should play play a fun game. I, I don't know about you guys. I think that would be fun. Um, we're going to play. Miss Pac-Man? Yeah, we're going to play Ms. Backpan. Hell yeah. <laughs> and we're doing it to make a statement, by the way. Miss <laughs> um, Pagman is a girl boss. <laughs> <laughs> she has a plaque on her desk that says so. Um, it says, I, I fucking rock. <laughs> That's what oh, it no, says. Guys. On- a, a lot of Ms. Pac-Man's employees are tweeting that she's actually an abusive <laughs> boss. They're saying that she's drunk in the office and yeah. grabs tits sometimes. Yeah. Oh god. Oh no, Miss Pac-Man. Um. <laughs> she eats everyone's lunch. Okay, that's just a cute joke about the play of Pac-Man. Um, we're gonna play a game. It's called Desert Island. So Nick, Emily is gonna describe a scenario for you. Emily, take it away. Okay. So you're once again at the Third Street Promenade. You're at the ATM, and there's someone in front of you. (laughs) And then they walk away. You follow them. Oh, my God, it's Don Cheadle. Like what happened to you, you're taking the same path. And then he goes down to the beach. He goes down to the pier. He gets in a little boat, and he goes out to sea. And at this point, you're committed to following Don Cheadle (laughs) wherever he may go. Your paths are the same. So you rent a little boat. You go out to sea. You have him for a little bit, 
But then you fall asleep and you lose him. <laughs> you lose Don Cheadle. So you just keep going and going and going. You wake up in the morning. You're like, where am I? A whole nother three days and nights. And then finally, you land on a desert island. And this is way out here. This is not Catalina. I assure you. <laughs> wow. This is an island nobody knows about. It's going to be 15 years before you're able to get back to land. Your boat floated away. I forgot. It floated away. Right. And um, <laughs> so you don't have a boat. You're going to be for 15 years. You're wandering around. You climb a tree to see what's up. And then you're like, oh, my God, there's a little cove I didn't see before. So you go over there. Oh, my God, there's a mall with five stores in it. Wow. What do you want those five to be? They're going to sustain you for 15 years. Desert this, is a, this is an amazing exercise. And I don't know Don Cheadle's fate. <laughs> no. He's he's fine. He knew where he oh, was he's going. Fine. So okay. he, he turned around at some point. Okay, It was because you falling asleep was the problem. Here. Yeah. And so, somehow you sense that. You know he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not worried about him. You great. know. <laughs> um, this is a great question. Now, uh, uh, or uh, is... Does this encompass restaurants? It does, yes. Yes. So I've got five places to sustain me, including restaurants. Mm-hmm. And it, my living arrangement, I assume that there's like maybe the it's like the uh it's like the Americana, there's like a, an apartment above it that I can live in. Um not necessarily, but you could live in any one of these stores. Oh, I yeah. could live in one of the stores. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because right, it's it's your place. Got mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that changes the calculation a little bit, and I assume these are these are fully stocked by people who like come into the island and then leave they at the are, end of the day. So when this question has come from the past, they're run by lemurs essentially. <laughs> okay, it's a mix of magic and lemurs running the stores. So Got they it. stay fully stocked. Things don't get like old and dusty or yeah, anything. Yeah, and you can right. have whatever you want. Money is no object. You mm-hmm. can have a movie theater, but if you have a movie theater, it's only the movies that were out when you were stranded. Mm-hmm. Got it. And I assume the same principle would apply to vi- a video game store. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. This is tricky. Um, I am going to say I got to have some food and drink. And I mentioned the restaurant before, but it's got a sprawling menu and a lot of options that I think you're not going to get tired of. I think I would have a cheesecake factory. Also, yeah, great one. And get fucked up at that bar. Mm-hmm. That's and true. And then throw up in that bathroom, not flush. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You cannot flush your barf all you want. It's true. <laughs> um, I need something for oh God. I I just like general provisions. Like that's what I'm thinking of. I'm uh, and for me, as far as provision stores goes, I like I like a place that I can get everything. I really love Target, but I don't know if you feel like that qualifies as a mall store. It does. I mean, yeah, we okay. went in the yes gallery before. It feels, yeah. Okay. So I'd say like a Target, maybe a city Target. Um, so I get a city Target. I got a Cheesecake Factory. Ah, uh, man. I want it some place where some sort of amusement. I'm going to say GameStop just because I can, mm-hmm. I, you know, I love video games and that would keep me occupied. Even with the current library of games that are out now, I could play those for 15 years easy. Yeah. Um, what else do I need? It sounds like you've done all the practical ones. Yeah, I've done the practical ones. So, might be time to get kind of wacky. 
get a little wacky, get a little kooky. Don't want to push you, but no, I I like this. I like this is this is a great this is a great nudge. Um, you know what? I love a sweet treat, and I feel like if it's gonna be uh, some sort of I'm gonna be stranded there for a while. I might want some sort of uh thing to cool me down and something that's maybe vaguely tropical. And so I'm going Jamba Juice. Give yeah. me a Jamba Juice. Wow. <laughs> I like that we're firmly, finally admitting that it's in the dessert category. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's nothing healthy about that at all. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, and then finally, boy, I you know what? Um, I, I feel like I just need a place to just sort of relax. And for me, a different vibe from Cheesecake Factory is like a coffee shop. But I specifically don't like Starbucks. So I'm going to say, give me a Phil's coffee. Ooh, okay. It, it's got, you got that line ordering experience, which I think would be fun. Um, I think Phil's ownership is probably, is actually awful people, but you know, whatever. That's that's all these businesses. <laughs> They're right. not getting any money from the Desert Island location because you're right. not giving them any money. So Yeah, yeah exactly. That's all going <laughs> to no the And no employees have to be abused. There you go. Yeah, um, so, le- it's a franchise owned by lemurs, run by <laughs> lemurs. So I can ra- I can rationalize this choice, I, but I think Phil's also a place to just sort of like hang out. Mm-hmm. And the ones I've been in of like the, you know they're bustling, but I feel like in an island situation, I'd have it to you know I, I it wouldn't be as crowded, and I could find just a chair to sit in and look at my laptop or play my <laughs> Nintendo Switch or whatever. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I never considered that on the Desert Island Mall you could you could really bring things from the other stores. You could occupy the spaces yeah. in a way that you normally <laughs> wouldn't be able to. Like Right. Phil's is not a place to sit down normally and the Desert Island is a perfect place to take advantage of of actually being able to sit in there. Yeah. That's great. I I think this is a fantastic Desert Island Mall. Yeah, you got everything you need. We we always like we think Cheesecake Factory is the best food option. It's just for Desert I Island. So. I mean, you're gonna if anywhere else, even if you love their food, you're gonna run through that menu like that. Yeah, you're gonna get sick of it, but not Cheesecake Factory. A- yeah. And it's such a mall staple too. I feel like mm-hmm. that's like those are the best locations. Uh, do we get like a little fountain or something? Because that's one thing I like. You get a fountain yeah. in the middle. I think yeah. I, yeah, I, you can have a fountain in the middle. I yeah. love it. I we love, love fountains. <laughs> so yeah, you can have a fa- you're the first person who's asked, so you do get a fountain. <laughs> and you yeah. just every day go and you wish to be rescued and it doesn't <laughs> and work. You know what? It's not gonna work. <laughs> Unfortunately, except for one day, fifteen years later, it finally will. Um well hey, that's been an episode of Mall Talk. Nick, thank you so much for joining us. What a treat. Thank you for having me. Just uh just just a joy. Do you have anything you'd like to promote at this time to our listeners? Um, check out my podcast, uh, How Did This Get Played, uh, with a podcast about video games where we uh, I, I host with Heather Ann Campbell. Uh, maybe we'll discuss Ms. Pac-Man someday. And uh, check out the uh, Doughboys, a podcast about chain restaurants. I review I review them with my buddy, Mike Mitchell. We have reviewed the Cheesecake Factory in the past. And, and hey, we may be reviewing it again real soon in the future oh snap Mm. emily you're always talking about how you're gonna get takeout from cheesecake (laughs) you can listen to the doughboys episode while you do it (laughs) (laughs) let it help me make my decision yeah and uh as always follow us throw us a review on on apple podcasts we like to receive a review it makes us feel good it sure does (laughs) and we'll meet next week in the 
stickiest corner of Dave and Buster's. <laughs> Sounds Make good. Make sure it's the stickiest one. That's where we'll be. <laughs> okay. See you there. Okay. Bye. Bye.